going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to VAR Bar Podcast. My name is Andrew, the host with the most. We are back from our Easter break. We back. Uh, episode yo. 12. We're out here. And we're here with the team. We're kind of a small cast today, um, but obviously, of course, I'm here with Prez. I'm here with Victor. I'm here with Munu. I'm uh-huh. here with Shalom and good. the one and only Chocolate Boy T. <laughs> How are we doing, lads? <laughs> yeah, we good, man. We out yeah? here. Ready for episode Monday. 12. Good, man. How's quarantine going? Uh, uh, mad. Need football back, man. Need football <laughs> I need, I need something. That. I need, I need that. something. Imagine quarantine and football. Like, if, <sighs> if, if there was football on during this quarantine, I would be so calm. <laughs> Perfect. Bro, it's actually I'd mad how so much, calm. like... You know what I think, though? How much football has an um, impact on our lives, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's actually mad. Facts. Like a men- even a mental impact, because if there's no football, then sometimes... You know, if you, if you ain't got family around or anything around, you're just lost, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people... Yeah. I'm mm. telling you, man, football's a big part of our routines, man. I don't know what to do in my mm-hmm. weekends, man. I mean, mm-hmm. scrambling for stuff to do is mad. Yeah, so um, what's the latest on the COVID-19 and the football things? What's happening? So, I think the Football so League... different things going on. The Football League announced that they, um, they're definitely playing behind closed doors. Is that correct? Yeah. So I think, as, yeah. I think it's when they haven't obviously agreed a return date, but... They're saying that when when the return date is agreed, whenever that is, oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. that they will they will uh, they will resume behind closed doors. <clears throat> what about the championship? Because I heard something. Yeah, the that. same, same. So the yeah. Champions League, League One, League Two. Yeah. Uh, I think there's also rumours with the Premier League as well that they that that will um, resume on June the 3rd, um, also behind closed doors. Uh, but obviously, there's no official word that come out yet from this. I think we'll hear more next week. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I know Ken has spoke about how he shouldn't work, but I just can't see football coming back with um, no fans, man. Um, I don't know. I was read this article. Um, they were saying they might even trial out um, a fake, um, fake fans. So it'll be like something. <laughs> yeah, like what? No, there'll, there'll, be, <laughs> there'll be sound just... coming out from the like the PA systems of fans. Well, I'm sorry, are. but that is moist, man. <laughs> nah, man. So, nah, you might as well. Nah, that's dead. That's dead. That's yeah. very dead. That, that just the makes the whole man. like conversation around like is football really for the fans like this is going to highlight like either way how the football like especially the like authorities that that deal with football in in the in, well in every country really like a lot of the times fans when they're like aggressive with their, with their clubs and like angry like the Newcastle fans for example mm-hmm. they always talk about like oh like football's not like it's not for the fans anymore like when they talk about the old days and stuff but like I think this, the decision that they make either way is gonna have like a huge impact in how like clubs and fans like relate with each other. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see for sure, man. I mean, experts are saying that even any any like major event with like five hundred plus people, yeah. whether, whether that be concerts or sporting events, will not happen until at least summer twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, They've got uh, loads of different suggestions going on in it right now. So like even one of the one of the things that they were talking about was potentially um, so finishing the domestic season. Um, there may be, I think, I believe in August. So usually, when pe- the players are having their summer holidays, um, then they'll be playing a like tournament, a tournament-based football for the Europe Euro- European yeah. competition. I saw, I saw that. Yeah. Um, so th- that sounds like 
the most logical out of all the explanations I've probably I've probably read to be fair in terms of I don't think they'll be able to you run Europe when the domestic season's happening. Um, yeah. Because obviously, like they can't have that many people like exchanging, like yeah. You know what I mean, but I think definitely, I think definitely the European season will be null and void. Because I'm trying reckon? to figure out, yeah. But Kenneth said something that was quite interesting. Well, I think you said that as well that they will do it World Cup style as well, yeah, like just yeah. in a month. That, in, that would in, make sense. In one, in the same country, in the same country, and it sort of substitutes for obviously us missing out on Europe, the Euros. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it, I think a lot of it is not. It's not even solid. Solid yeah. conversations right now. It's all about the virus and that makes sure it can't be exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the virus is moving, mm. moving mad. mad. Um, but obviously, also, um, just straying away from this COVID thing, Newcastle are busy as well. Or Mike Ashley in particular is busy as well. It's been in the news lately quite a lot, to be honest, for the wrong reasons. But um, he's <laughs> looking to finally sell Newcastle um, with a 300 million pound takeover bid. Um, what yeah. a guy, man! What a guy! What What do we think <laughs> about that? I'm I'm just gonna wait till there's the the, the black ink is on is on is on the is on the contract. Cause that guy is he's a bit slimy, man. Yeah, he's got a history of just until pulling the out ink is dry. On, last, on mm. the last deal, he's just got a really bad history of just pulling out. But that Mohammed, that Mohammed bin Salman has been uh, is notorious for bribing during that Qatar woke up 2000. The, the World Cup bid that they won, he's been bribing the FIFA officials, isn't it? He was in the news for that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, um, yeah, a couple of FIFA, FIFA donies accepted uh, briberies from him or gifts. Question, so, question, if you ask Newcastle fan, do you care about that? Do you, what do you, what do you think about, the answer is About the ethics, no. ethics of your club? No. I mean, you know, people, people will use that though. Mike Ashley has starved that, that club. <laughs> yeah, he has starved yeah. that club. Everything so right now, they are probably mm. desperate for him to leave. And yeah, I, mean, I just think he has uh, an emotional tie to that club. So I, I do think, let's just, let's just watch, watch out for this particular. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you guys what though, like um, I think kind of a lot of people do kind of forget about Newcastle's history. I mean, like yeah. if, you think, if you actually think back in the day, Newcastle yeah. used to be like one of the biggest clubs in England. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They used to, yep. like back in like the late 90s, 98, around like early 2000s, they were like playing Champions League football. Do you know what I mean? So I think on a, from a perspective from the fans, for them to potentially get a new owner, to get a crazy like injection of money, it could be, they could go from the sort of team that kind of just about stays in the Prem mm. to be kind of contending again. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's actually like yeah. an exciting sort of time for another team in the Premier League to kind of, yeah, get back to, yeah, it's funny that you say that, man, because I've always looked at Newcastle like that. Like, yeah, man, it's actually huge a fan base, huge, huge stadium, huge you know stadium, what I mean? stadium yeah. nice kit. Uh, they've had they've had good players, a uh, couple Alan like Shira, like Aspria, all them, man, Obafemi. Yeah, man. You yeah, get me? They, so they brought in they brought in Michael Owen as well. Yeah, so they've, they've had yeah they've had uh, a good history of uh, of players as well. So I think for me, I think um, I was seeing on online that. Newcastle fans are already getting excited about, you know, uh, this Ben Sama guy coming in mm-hmm. um, and starting to make like these possible lineups for for next season or the season after with like yeah. M- Mbappe up front and Neymar on the <laughs> left, etc. All these like wild stuff. And it's just like, it's possible that they could get to that point where they're splashing serious money to bring talent in. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I can, I can, there's a couple of rumours that I've just been actually looking into it and they're looking to, um, I mean, this is the rumours in it, that Antoine Griezmann is going to be the statement signing 
Because uh, <laughs> obviously, what? apparently, that yeah, Barca are looking. Bar, uh, Barca, by the way, Barca money wise, <laughs> yeah, it, boy, but that's another story for another day. Uh, but obviously, if you keep it close to home or more realistic, you've got like Burnley winger Dwight McNeil, John McGinn from Aston Villa, who all look, you know. Yeah, John McGinn's uh, good, you know. I like yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Musa Dembele yeah. from Lyon. Um, obviously, Mbappe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but they, they, they would have to start with just like how City started. In terms yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just going to jump into grabbing, I don't know, Mbappe. In the, but they <laughs> the got they, City, City started Buki, though, because they, they were did. just bringing like a lot of unknown talent from yeah. all over Europe. Um, City, it was just the open checkbook when um, yeah. got taken yeah. over, man. It was just yeah, pick, pick whoever you like, really. But it that was, was that was that was the same with Abramovich and Chelsea as well. Also, let's so not obviously- forget. I'm pretty yeah. sure now it's a bit tighter of what you do with spendings. Like you can't yeah. play, play, That's yeah. what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. like I think it's going to be interesting to see how much of an impact these guys that like, are coming to take over Newcastle actually can do. Especially given that like, there's going to be a lot of scrutiny involved of like how clubs will obviously spend it, especially during this, this period, after this period, I think it's going to be a lot more like, it's not going to be as easy to trade as maybe as it was back in the day when obviously Chelsea and, and then City done it. That's why, that's why you see nowadays with City signings, yeah, if you notice, none of them really exceed 60 million. Nah, nah. Yeah. Even even if like they they're considered like big players in Europe, none of mm-hmm. them, none of them exceed like that 60 million mark. So, yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting to to keep a close eye on this man. Um, Newcastle. What what do you guys think? Like in if this happens, let's say for the next two to three years, do you think Newcastle will be a genuine club? Will it have the same impact as City uh, or Chelsea by winning a league, like in their second the season? Same. Or I don't think uh, it all it all depends because one thing you probably will find out is it's going to be a lot of stages to this. Firstly, with the with the with the sell happen, if it does happen, that's tick. The second mm-hmm. stage is right. You have to consider it takes about two to three, four, five seasons at least to build a good team. So mm-hmm. there's got, there's going to be teetering problems within Newcastle. So what? that's that's the problem which I think they would have to deal with before we can start adding them into a conversation about winning the leagues or winning. Change, the, yeah, 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 so that's, change managers too. Yeah, I exactly. think if um, yeah, the new owner just gives them an open checkbook, though, it could it could happen. It could happen quickly, man. pretty quickly because, because talent, the talent that you can bring in, like this is what can, I'm saying, be instant, like, you know. Players are going to the Chinese league to stupid leagues for stupid money, you know. So if if the good money's on the table to play in the Premier League, they don't Very care true. what team they're going to play for. But that's that's the thing, okay, like, But the, but I, this this leads up to another conversation. Do you do you guys think? By acquiring acquiring or good players and putting them into a team, they can win. Uh, win. They can win a tournament, win a league. Or do you think the other arguments that you have to build a winning mentality? Yeah, Don't take time. I agree. I agree. 100%. It's not going to be. It's not going to be like so switchover. Yeah, I agree. That's that's my point. It will take time for them to start winning things if they do. If this club gets purchased. But I mean, it didn't take time for Chelsea. It took about um, what uh-huh. three years for two, two, two or three seasons to win their first title. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah. it would take time. So let's not just discount three or two seasons. Just could, like it, could it be argued months. that Chelsea, yeah, I mean, obviously there was a massive revamp, but, but for the most part, they kept kept quite a few of their core players. They didn't like yeah. completely yeah. And, overhaul. Uh, it's true. I actually uh, remember the season. Then, they, did a, they did an overhaul in, in um, the season Mourinho came. So after Ranieri, the season Mourinho came, a lot of players left. I, I think only um, Good Johnson. Stay. Johnson, Joe Cole, John Terry, 
was still there. Lampard yeah. was still there. When I say core players, those are the core oh, players. You mean, oh, you mean like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I get like, you, I get you. I the get season you. before Mourinho came, they were kind of already on the cusp of like top four, if you remember. Mm. Yeah, they, they finished second. Team. They were, what's that? Did they, they finished second, right? In, two, in so, so the two, season before, before. 03-04. 03-04, I think. Yeah, yeah. They finished, yeah. yeah. Exactly, they, well, there you go, do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, the thing is, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more on the fence on this. I think uh, you're not, we're not going to see them, them impacts in like what we saw with Chelsea and 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 with um, Man City. Man. I think yeah, football's changed completely, man. Mm. There's so much scrutiny in comparison to back then when it were it were it weren't necessarily looked at as much. I think now, given what's been happening with especially with Europe and and City and whatnot, I just I think they'll come in and they'll do bits, but I think a lot of talent will be. Very I think like, that I think yeah. I, I, I think I yeah, think yeah. the smart the smarter move is to copy what Wolves has done, and that should be yeah. their next step. Copy the what Wolves has done in terms of getting players who are very underrated but but really good players and build from there. Yeah. Then you have the money to once you once you get these players, you can always replace them with better players. But think think about the culture that they've created at Wolves. I mean, the whole team is Portuguese, pretty much. So, like in terms of like team chemistry and gelling they already all speak the same language and all have a common you know interest mm. you know so there's there's that factor that you probably have to consider with walls as well and the manager's portuguese yeah, yeah so I, why can't they copy it <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that's a blueprint you could you could you could look at but i mean it's a, it's a very it's a very rare when you thing look, when you look at newcastle's team now they haven't got bad players they've got some few decent players in their team like Nah, they're all they awful, can, man. They're they're awful. Awful. I, 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 awful. I think I like a few of them. Like, what, the long staff brothers? So Maximum is a yeah. raw, raw diamond. Yeah. I think if it, a bit of fine-tuning, he could get quite good. I think um, I think it would be very good if they get a good manager to kind of fight. Yeah. This was my argument. So if they get like a Pochettino or something in, and like... But even think about like so basically what Shalom said, get like um talent or like underrated, like good players, but kind of underrated, like the Susos, those type of players to start off with. But mm-hmm. more than anything, work on like the facilities and everything at your club. And once mm-hmm. that once your club looks attractive to players to come and and do something, then obviously you will attract what you need to be attracting. But obviously what Shalom said, go for the young player route, man. I think mm-hmm. that's that way they can just be like a Leicester or something. Be a but top I, four team. I, I kind of like the idea that Toast mentioned earlier of like maybe dipping into the Chinese pot or the Chinese league pot of players mm. who um, are still, you know, maybe in that 28, 29 kind of age that, that yeah. moved to China initially for money and mm. are still are still probably Premier League quality, you know? Yeah. Probably get for some sure. decent players from there. So. I, I honestly think it will be a lot easier than we're even giving it credit. Like, I'm just thinking back to like Stoke when they signed... Shakiri and like Bojan, like they weren't like world mm. beaters or anything, but mm-hmm. they were still very, very decent players at one of arguably one of the worst Premier League clubs, you know. So I don't think yeah. it will be difficult for Newcastle to it's not far fetched, man. Acquire quality players, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I, I really don't. I think if, if Newcastle are smart, what they, they what they could do is just go into get people like Jack Grealish, uh, Madison. They're not a chance. Buy, buy. Jack Grealish. <laughs> nah. Newcastle, you don't think man. so? Nah, nah, nah. You don't not think so, man. What, don't what's, think real, so. what's realistic is like a Shakiri, Defoe, Origi. Um, yeah. Bro, they, yeah, they can even go out on a limb. They can even go out like an Oscar or someone. Oscar. Well, you're telling me if Newcastle 
throws a bag at Grealish. He's not. Nah, man. Not he's a chance. Too, he's uh, too high profile. He knows his ceiling's higher than Newcastle. Yeah, he's too high profile, man. And, 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 and teams sure, like United, teams like United, will not allow it. They I'm wouldn't. Sure they will not allow it. Down and tell him, listen, this is this is our blueprint. We, we want you. The, the only the only way that that will happen, like yeah. I said, a statement sign. The only way that will happen is if they get like a sick manager that will also yeah. convince the player. True. That's a good mm-hmm. point. So mm-hmm. essentially, what it calls for is just someone to sit down and think, okay, this is the blueprint. This is how we can achieve this. Let's do it. And we'll build the team around you, right? Yeah, exactly. You'll get more of a chance here at Newcastle. We, yeah. We'll buy players. Prom- yeah, obviously and, and, here's, that- and here's 300 baguettes a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking, yeah. Of, um, speaking of managers, I mean, I've only just discovered, I don't know if any of you guys already knew this, no English manager has ever won the Premier League. Did, did anyone know that? Whatever, oh, ever I since the, since nine ninety two, since the start of um. Okay, that's fine. We're say, well, okay, but, so let's right, let's just on. let's just add a topic in here. Who's like the best English manager? <laughs> Boy, picking at scraps here, man. <laughs> that's it's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a small pool, bro. I don't, well, I don't Alan, know. Alan Sam Allardyce probably. Allardyce, If Eddie Howe was given a chance, do you reckon he would? He could prove prove. he's got age on his side. Bro, I think people are, ga- people are gassing him, man. This guy, remember, this guy, this guy uh, took Bournemouth. He's by this default, guy took, like, the best took Bournemouth from like the bottom of the bottom. Yeah, to man. Come on, get yeah, put some yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah. And they've not they've Oops. not been relegated since they exactly. came up. Put some bro, respect. To that's true. But they're struggling now. They're not they're struggling this season, boy. Wow. They could go down. <laughs> and yeah. they and they're copping players for mad peas, bro. Yeah, true. Breaking, breaking transfer records and I that. can never get over that Jordan Ibe, Ibe signing. Jordan man. Ibe, yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Bro, what about, that? what about Dominic Solanke? Yeah. Him for he like, was a bagsman at youth level and he can't hit a barn door right now. It's mm. Yeah, boy. All right, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Um, okay, so let's go um, to our first topic, official topic for the day. Um, the Varbar team are going to create our all-time African AFCON 11. Looking forward to so, this, man. Obviously, this is this is an all-time list. This is um, not the last ten years. So let's try and actually position for position. Let's delve deep. Let's use our knowledge of our of our of the African players that have come and blessed us on this stage, and let's see what we can come up with. Um, we're gonna do this in a four-four-three setting. Is that correct? Four-three-three. Yeah. Four-three-three. Sorry, four-three-three. And um, yeah, let's start with the goalie. So, <laughs> what goalkeeper are we are we? I think goalkeepers were slightly picking from scratch, but yeah, I think there's a couple. There's a couple. I've got a couple favourites, but I want to see what you guys are saying. There's only one winner to this position, and I think it's Vincent Inyama. That's it. Ooh, yeah, I like him. Um, Vincent like Inyama was um, my first pick. Um, my other pick would be um, Kameni for Cameroon. Yeah, That's him, because yeah. Um, there was a period where Cameroon were the best African team for. A, a yeah. little, a little while, like in the early two thousands, and yeah. he, was, he was a staple in, the, in that team. So I'd probably say him as well. Man came to my, them. Them man came to the World Cup in singlet, and you know? I never forget. <laughs> that is the waviest jersey. Yeah, all just, time, till, till, till date, is the waviest jersey. Man. <laughs> like, so that cool. was that was the that was the first sort of kit that I saw, like the, the tight fitted. Yeah, kit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first one I saw of that. Uh, Cameroon, <laughs> the, the indomitable lions. I'm Tabo Ryan. Shout is Bruce Grubler. Yeah, yeah I, so that's my shout as well. Good shout. Yeah, he was he was genuinely shout. he was genuinely thirty, and he's won trophies like big trophies out of yeah. all the out of all the African keepers. So I'm saying Bruce Gobola, just yeah, to also back. to make Tabo happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would probably go with 
uh, Guablaman. I mean, just yeah. in terms of the stuff that he's won. The as well. numbers. We can run yeah. the numbers if you guys want to be honest, but he's a Liverpool legend as well, man. Uh, Bruce Guabla hasn't fa- haven't hasn't faced Messi, so let's take him out of there. Bro, that's, Bruce Grobbler, <laughs> he faced Ian Rush every day in training, bro. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah. Ian Rush is no Messi. Come on. Bro, come Ian on Rush now. is Ian Rush, isn't it? Come on now. So who are we going with then, boys? Bruce, 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 Bruce man. I think it has to be Grobbler, man. It has to be. All right. Bruce is. Bro, yeah. he won the league six times. Three FA Cups, three League Cups and a Champions League. Has to be Bruce for me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Give it, Bruce. Yeah. Give it, Bruce. All right, cool. So then let's go with left back. This will be an interesting one. I think also not a lot to choose from. This might no, be a bit straightforward. I went Kojo Samwa. <laughs> my G. I've got Straight. him on my list as well. I've got Straight. him on my list. But I what, think, I think, legend? I think, I think there's one Donny. But let me, let me hear it. Peter, what have you got? Munya, are you, are you involved? Um, oh, I'm involved, John. <laughs> Left back was a tough one for me, man. Um, oh. What you got? You got Taiwo. Remember yeah. Taiwo? <laughs> yeah, Taiwo. That left foot was a It was a Mazza. A Mazza. Pull it left foot. You also got Celestine Baballero. Yeah, that's my choice, man. That was my choice, Celestine. Good shout, man. For some bizarre reason, I thought he was a right back. because I was gonna. He was like, he was like O'Shea, man. He was like a utility player. Yeah, yeah. The back flipping African, I love him. <laughs> so who are we going for? I'm um, saying Celestin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's because it's just it's, it's scarce, dead, man. bro. It's yeah, dead. very, very Perhaps. dead. Yeah, give it, Perhaps. give it, give it, Baba Yaro, man. Give it, Baba. Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to write the list down. So, Brucey. Kodro someone should have a better shout, though. Bro. He's won multiple I think, hours, you know. Yeah, I think so. It's very solid. But he started off as a winger as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an attacking player, to be fair. What are we saying? Bench? Yeah, maybe. Honourable, honourable. Honourable yeah, mention, possibly. yeah. Honourable. All right, cool. So, centre-back. LCB. We've got a lot Sorry. to choose from, lads. Uh, Colo. Sammy, Sammy Kufo, man. Yes. Aye, yes, yes so. my G. That was my yes, guy, yeah. my G. Has yes. to be, man. That guy is... He yeah, has to be man. one of them. Mm. Iron legend, yeah. Big time. Yeah, well, so, no, so no Raddy be now for Tabo. <laughs> 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 He's a player at Leeds, but... Uh, don't know he was, he was, but not, not for this one. Not for <laughs> <this>. Honourable, <laughs> though. Honourable, though. Yeah. Honourable. We have to Score. put Koulibaly's um, name into the mix, though. Yes, bench, bench. Nah, not yet. Bench. Uh, bench. I think that's a bit soon, Torre, yeah? man. We got, we got Torre. Yeah. Got to be, yeah. got to be Colo, man. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Be in Colo. terms of in terms of centre backs, I've got quite a few to be honest. I yeah. think everybody. Uh, <laughs> I no, he was on there. Genuinely, he was on mine oh, as well. Everybody. Remember, remember yeah, Samuel, Samuel Okunowo from Barca. Yeah. Yeah. Prime. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight York and Andy Andy Cole spawning that. Guy. That was too funny. Yeah, the take attacker goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got another one as well. Um, John Mensah. John Mensah. Rigor Bassong, though. No, no, no. Bro, oh, I'll see Rigor Bassong. Yeah, yeah. Rigor Bassong, we've got. Um, so it's safe to say the first one, one of them is Sammy Kufo. Sammy it? Kufo, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the other one. What about Medi, Medi Benetia? Yeah, I think um, I know he's done a left position, but what's his name from um, Inter Milan? Um, Quadro, Quadro yeah, yeah, yeah. We should put him on the bench. But he's done, he's done bits though for Inter. Yeah. 
It's been one of those consistent players. But um, so what, are we moving right back or are we doing the centre back pairing first? Nah, centre back pairing first. Yeah, Colo yeah, has to be there. No, Colo, yeah, Colo, yeah, I would yeah, say Colo. Yeah. What about Norden Naibet as well from Morocco? If you guys remember him, yeah, Deportivo boy. legend. Ooh, yeah, he was. He was. Mm, Solid, maybe, it's, bro. maybe it's my Tottenham prejudice. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> Norden, you know, nah, but the Tottenham news, he was, he was past it, man. But at Depor, <laughs> at Depor, that Deportivo team, I right, cool. So. I'm happy with Kufo and Colo, to be honest. And Tori. Yeah. Someone, someone said John Mensah. Are we considering? Yeah, that's like, that's <laughs> why a not? shot. Bro, no, but that's that World Cup was so. Bro, he was sick. A leader. A leader. Imagine to drop Joseph Yoba into the mix. Bro, they're not mates. They're not mates. I lie. They're not mates. They're not mates. Although Yoba was in my team, though. Yoba was more established in the Prem than Mensah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mensah had a shock at Sunday. Nah, but Mensah was Leon. Mensah was Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for Ghana as well. But Rajib is good. It's a, it's a great shout, though. Just to put it out there. Just to nah, put it. he was just. Mm, mm. He's kind of for honorable. the culture, man. Maybe Rigobert Song. Yeah, yeah, honorable mention there. Mm. Okay, so right backs. Also picking from scraps. Taribo uh, West. Lauren, man. Etame, man. Etame, I'm, Lauren, going yeah. Et- I'm going for Etame personally. Etame not West. Lauren. Not Taribo West. Taribo West. Oh, Taribo. Um, if you're talking about Ooh. like honors, then Mr. West. Over over Etame, because he, a, he, he was a, Etame yeah. was part of a great Arsenal team. He was yeah. part yeah, of. Yeah, a yeah. Oh, hey, what, why are we ignoring Steven's shout, Lauren? Bro, are you mad? Yeah, man, it's got to be Lauren. Come yeah. on, I mean, no, it could no, be no, both. No, no. It could yeah, it could be could. both easily. By but, the way, guys, yeah, a bit of a segue, but you know what made this made me realize because I was thinking to myself, I was gonna. I don't know why, but I thought, oh, Bakari Sagna, and I was thinking, no, he's French. He's French. And I was thinking, yeah. do you know French, how man. many of these players, yeah, like yeah. East African? Oh, oh, it would have been oh, nuts. God. I kept we, doing we, that. We, we would have taken over, over, man. Bro, do you know how many people I kept picking? I'm like, oh no, he's he's, it's mad. Isn't it? It's actually crazy, bro. Especially, crazy, especially, yeah, especially, yeah, like, like, especially like the North Africans. If you, yeah, man. What? Yeah, it's mad. It's mad, man. Okay, so what are we going for? Taribo or Etame? I'm saying Etame. I'm going Etame. Lauren Etame, man. Let's go Etame. Um, (laughs) that first name boy okay so 4-3-3 so we've got Bruce Grobola Celestine Babayaro Sami Kufo Kolo Ture and Etame making our back five so let's go into midfield then Um, on the left side left hand side of the midfield who are are we having Yaya Uh, Yaya man Big Yaya. Big Yaya. Yeah. What about in the middle? Yaya has to be in the middle. Come on. Nah, Surely, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who. Wait, 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 nah, Essien's going. He's holding. He's I'll holding. Put it down. holding. I was going to say Essien in the left. Essien nah. holding. Yaya and Kate. Are we are we doing a holding 4 3 3 or are we doing an attacking 4 3 3? Depends how you're looking at it. Or are we doing a straight 4 3 3? I'm doing. Let's do attacking. Let's do attack. I think holding. Holding? Man. One, one sitting in front of the defence. If something two. tells me we're going to have a headache when we talk about the strikers. Okay, yeah, so if okay, so if we do holding then, if we do holding, Steven Appiah. <laughs> nah, nah, man, nah, man. Nah, nah. Solid, solid, yeah, yeah. solid. solid Donny, though. What yeah. a trooper. Nah, for me, for me, for me. Yeah, yeah. Let's do uh, SCN then. Has to be SCN. Yeah, it's SCN, SCN, hold it. But, there, but there's a few though. There's a few SCN. There's Sunday Olise. Yes. You could even you could even say John Obi Mikel because I think he's yeah. a he's yeah. a legend in the country. Patrick Bomber. Yeah. Uh, Patrick and Bomber. Uh, Paddy and Bomber, correct. Seducator. Uh, rest in peace, Mark Vivian Foy. 
What's that Donny's name from Morocco with the long hair? No, no, he was attacking though. Haji. Haji, yeah. Haji he wasn't. Was he, was, yeah, he was a baller. Haji, I love for him. He was a very good player. Coventry Donny, innit? At one mm. point, I think. Mm. Um, so, holding, who are we right. having? SM. SM. I'm going SM. So, we're going to say SM holding and yeah. then Yaya on, on the left. left. Yaya. Yeah. So, on the right. Actually, no. I, I went Yaya on the right and then Keita on the left. What's they do? Yeah, man. Nah, all right, bro. But if we're talking African midfielders, you have to talk Mohamed Abu Traker, fam. So he has to, he has to be there. He has to be in that team. He was certain. Can't mention. He was always in with a shout for African Player of the Year, man. Yeah. Always, every single time. You're certain you can't lie. So what? He has, he has to be in that three. You're saying? I think, yeah, in in on the right hand side. Have not even brought up. The Donny, so good they named him twice. JJ Okocha, what are you telling yeah. me? Toast, that's attacking, but that's attacking. He's we're not playing attacking. But we're not playing. We're not. We're not playing attacking. If we oh, play attacking, I'm gonna play number eight though. I was gonna think of. I figured about number eight. eight. He, he, yeah, he, he could had probably that. play. He could no, probably he play that. eight, man. He locker, probably man. could. Trust yeah, me, he, he had did. Give me Neymar, Neymar, Ronaldinho, bro. Give me Neymar. The only two players I've ever seen do a rainbow rainbow flicking game. Bro, bro, trust me, he could play in that number eight, hundred percent. Bro, so we have we're having a headache here, man. But we have to come to. So we've got, we've got we've got Essien. I yeah, think Essien. I think Essien and Yaya. Yeah, but then the last the last person. I play Okocha there. Yeah. Okocha yeah. him because my front three <laughs> didn't have him there. So no, mo, no Mohammed. Are, are, are we dropping JJ into the midfield? Number eight, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, so. yeah, yeah, the man. front three is peak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one, it was the eight. For me, for me personally, the front three ain't peak, man. Really? Peak in terms of selection. Uh, uh, let's, 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 nah, we'll go, we'll go there, we'll go there, we'll go there, but it's not peak. So that's it. So there's our midfield three. We've got Essien holding, um, yeah, yeah. Yaya on the right, and then JJ on the left, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so... Now, you guys are forgetting that Abidi Pele. Yeah, shout, man. Because yeah. he was a but baller. I would, but I would put him up front, personally. Left wing. If but anything. I would I would put him in midfield. Yeah, because we're playing holding, innit? So, oh, yeah. We can do it. We can do it. African 11. Everyone around with their free, innit? We can do it. African 11 versus African 11, boys. It's tight. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's tight. Yeah. We can do it too. It's mad. Um, okay, yeah. so what, Lance? Let's hold our horses here. The guys up front. Like, Steven suggested everyone names their three. Yeah. And then maybe we see the common... The yeah. common names yeah, of Stephen. Yeah, yeah. If, if Stephen wants to set pace, then people can just jump in when they want. Happily, this player once said, "Yeah, that he'd only play left for Jose Mourinho in it." Mm-hmm. But he's like that 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 season for Inter Milan, different. When he was playing for Barcelona, oh, again, shit, I didn't even think. Man of the match, two thousand and six Champions League well, final. Easy, ripped United. In yeah, like in bro, man. listen, Samuel Eto'o the goat. Yeah, up front we got Mr. Didier, Mr. Big Performance. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Didier Law? Drogba. He's not making it. Boy. That. I knew you would not say that. that. He has to. Bro. Didier Drogba no, he has hasn't. To. Africa, no, no. African football. He flat. He flat to the sea. He flat to the sea for Ivory Coast. Let him do his thing. To be honest, he does. Yo, let let Steven land. And on the right, yeah, I've got to go for him because of what he's done recently, and obviously in the bigger picture, he'll still stand out. Yeah, but. Mr. Money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not horrible. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. It, it's it's good. It's good. Alright. So, alright, cool. For I'm me. Going. Oh, who is next? No, you go, Andy. Go. Yeah. 
I mean, for me, if we're talking like um, African players, obviously we have to look at it from a whole, in it. But we have to, we have to look at obviously what they did for their country as well, and on the African stage and everything. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so for me, up front, obviously it has to be what's his name, Sami Eto. He's he's my number nine. Um, on the left hand side, um, this is maybe recent exploits, but also what he means for his country. Um, but I think Salah. I would put Mohamed Salah, Salah there. Yeah, Salah. I would put Mohamed Salah because I think it's hard to argue that one, to be honest. And then on the right-hand side, right wing, it's a bit difficult for me. That one, you know, I'm not sure. You, I mean, I put, if, in my personal thing, I put Abedi Pele, but you could put a lot of people. Because there's George Weah, there's, mm. of course, there's also DJ Drogba, but you'll play him up front. There's Oberfeld, there's a lot. But that's my front three. I'm, su- I'm surprised you wouldn't, you didn't, you didn't mention Riyad Mahrez. I thought you would have put him in. Oh nah, but that's mm. a good shout. That's a good shout. So my, Salah, Eto. My top three, um, Sami Eto. I mean, four-time um, African Player of the Year. I mean, his position in the team writes itself for me. Honestly, everything he's achieved, like club and country. Um, DDA Drogba, man. I've, I've got to include him. I know there's so many. Brilliant African players. Like, I mean, there's so many honourable mentions, but Drogba is just an absolute beast. He's won his team Champions Leagues. He's mm. won league titles. Drogba is just amazing. And, I, I mean, I have to... The third... full, up, full up for his country on a big stage, though, but let's <laughs> not talk too much. The third striker has to be George Weah, man. George Weah, I mean, even though he wasn't... Ballon d'Or winner. ...before my time, just kind of taking in that he's been the only ever African player to win a Ballon d'Or and a FIFA player of the year. He's the bloody president of his country right now. Yeah, man. how to, ridiculous is that? To, mm. I have to put George Weah as um, one of the greatest African strikers. Yeah, man. So that's my front three. Eto actually president. Weah. That's so mad. Yeah, my my front three would be Eto playing um, the left as Aubameyang currently is playing for Arsenal. George <laughs> Weah um, leading in the middle, and um, it has to be Salah, unfortunately, because I think he will be much more effective coming from the right than the left. Um, yeah, um, there's also on room uh, mentions for uh, Wankwo Kanu. Um, mm-hmm. Papilo. Uh, um, oh, there's honorable mentions for a lot, man. Amokachi um, fam. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Mukachi. Hello. Um, Hello. Roger Miller. Ro- Roger Miller to do that dance when he scores. Finidi George. Finidi George. El Sam. Finidi George is actually a bo- bro. He was a baller, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. even the um, what's his name? What's his name? Um, um the Egyptian. Um, Eld Hadari. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of honorable, uh, that's a lot of honorable mentions here, man. But there's I think currently, the currently we can put two names there. We haven't heard anyone, but we could put two names already, which is Eto and Drogba. Eto and Drogba, yeah, 100%. So, Munya, <laughs> um, so yeah, Eto and Drogba were in my three, and the third one, I'm probably gonna cause some shit, but before I say it, it's just when I watched him play. Um, I thought he was a great footballer. He was controversial. Um, but just watching him as a complete footballer, he was tall, but he also had pace and he'd finish. Um, so, Tosin and Shalom, please forgive me, but Emmanuel Adebayor. Adeba. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a bad shot, man. He's one African player of the year before, so mm-hmm. I can't. I can't it's knock not, him. It's not a bad shot at all. Just watching him as a striker, man. Like, he actually... you, know, you know, I'm sorry, guys, but we, we forgot Aubameyang. He's not really from Gabon. I mean, does he? Yeah, fit, I mean, he, 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 he ain't done bits for Gabon, mention. man. He's uh, honorable, 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 honorable mention, man. 
Come on. His honourable mention. But yeah, so just watching that by all, man, I think he was a really good striker. Obviously, he had his controversial side of him. Um, obviously, he had his family issues. But when he was on the pitch, man, sometimes that guy was just unplayable. Yeah, man. Munya, when I, you think, I think I think Fing is an honourable mention as well, man. Asamoah Gyan. Yeah, you've got sorry, yeah, definitely, got definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, legend. one of the best finishes I've seen, bro. He is it. clutch. I mean... Besides the penalty, but I mean, yeah, he scored some very big goals for Barney, man. Some huge goals, yeah. So, so I think based on what everyone said, obviously the the most the names that came up the most, um, our front three is basically this: Eto on the left, Drogba, and then George Weah. We can go there. That makes yeah. that makes our front three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm screwing at that Drogba thing, but it's calm. He has to, bro. He why? Has to. Why? He doesn't have to, bro. Bro, he, Accolades, um, everything, man. He's, I mean, big time, he's, he's considered one of the greatest African players ever, anyway. Yeah. So he had a firm. He has to be in there. He has to be in there. But well, what has he done for his country lately, though? Um, <laughs> what have you done for your country? Be what we're talking about. A couple he's we have in schools, man. Um, <laughs> obviously, got I got love for him. Obviously, yeah. I got love for um. Yeah, let's get some honourables out. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we make a bench? Should we make a, a, a bench of five? Yeah. Freddie Canute. I was going to say Freddie Canute. Oh, yeah. I love that Donny, man. I wanted him at Liverpool at one point. Very good player. Um, John Obi, Mikel, obviously, as well. Obviously, longevity. Yeah, John Obi. I think John Obi is first on the bench. For me. On the bench, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say so. So, Salah, Salah would probably make the bench as well, then. For me, yeah. Easy. Yeah, Salah would make bench. I think uh, Martins, definitely. Ooh. The bench. Ooh, nah. is, do you know, do you know oh, what? Oh, let's let's do this. Speed. Let's do this. Uh, let's let's do this. San, Man, Mane versus Martins. Who makes the bench in it's that slot? Mane. Mane makes it. It's Mane. It's not even. Bro. It has to be Mane, man. The thing is, Obafemi has not. Has, he has not. speed and backflips are no end product, really. Really? He had a no end product. No, 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 He just, he just, he didn't fulfill his promise. That's what That's it is. He it. didn't fulfill his promise. That's yeah, all, man. That I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna chuck, I'm gonna chuck a great grenade into the mix, and you guys are gonna laugh. If he didn't mess up in the World Cup, we can talk about Yakubu. Are <laughs> <laughs> you he, he was, he's almost a Premier League centurion, man. Put yeah. some respect on his name. For midfielders, I've got also. Um, um, also, a, a bit of a recency bias, Thomas Party, but yeah, obviously yeah. for the future for sure. Future, Alex Song, yeah. Alex Song, I've got, um, we mentioned him earlier, Sedu Keita. Uh, I've got another name which I think, uh, just based on ability alone, and he came in for Ghana and what he did for Sorry, us at the World Cups. Now, not him, yeah, him, but not him, Kevin Prince Barting. Yeah, mm. uh, honorable. KP. Uh, KP, Adult Um <laughs> Hakim Ziyech, but yeah. Uh, that's for the future, though. So, that's, so that's for the have, future. We have three out of our five on our bench, yeah? So we've got Salah, we've got Mane, and we've got... Um, who was the third person? The Ayu brothers. The Ayu um, should nah, get... No, 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 no. Allow it, allow it. They're disgraced their father, man. Andre Ayu <laughs> is actually... No, Andre Ayu done bits <laughs> of Ghana, man. Shout out Andre Ayu, 100%. Mm. Not I, his brother, though. His brother's dry. So, <laughs> that bro, that Jordan Ayu, ah, yeah, I'll never forgive him. Bear him. We should have beaten Jordan, anyways. Yeah, let's not talk. <laughs> all right, lads, so obviously, like we're all um, we're all Africans here, and obviously we know like the age-old um, tales about how certain players are diaspora like, kids. Like, Martins has been twenty-one for like four years. Bro, <laughs> time. You think like that's still going on amongst African players right now? I do. I do. 
You think yeah. so? They're still kind of yeah. longing out their careers by. I'm not. Con- how old I'm, not convi- I'm not convinced, yeah, that that Igalo is thirty. Nah. <laughs> yeah, no, genuinely, genuinely, I'm not. Point, yeah, I mean, nah, it's a great point. Yeah, that's a shout. Yeah. I think uh, most of them, they when they when they're born, they're not born like with uh, like a birth certificate, or whatever, innit? So mm-hmm. when they they're when run. they're talented enough to actually yep. make it to Europe, there's just one Donny that just makes a passport for them, makes up an age, and then. Off you go, but yeah. Apparently, Obafemi Martins is thirty-five, and that man has been forty-five <laughs> for like ten years now. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the Taya Taiwo story? That his twin brother was older. Was, ce- was, was celebrating <laughs> his, his like thirty-second birthday. <laughs> that is his, funny. His brother was twenty-seven or something. Mad as that is. Uh, <laughs> no, that's funny. All right, but let me summarize our um, the Var Bar podcast. Um, <laughs> 11, African 11, uh, Bruce Gobler in goal, Celestine Babayaro left-back, Sami Kufo, Kolo Toure at centre-back, Etame Loren at right-back. Then we go to our midfield, which is Michael Essien sitting back, Yaya Toure and JJ Okocha left and right. Then we've got Eto, DJ Drogba and George Weyer making up our front three. So in terms of this classic, um, or all-time 11, sorry, um, how do you think, obviously we haven't created like a, a European or an American one, but how does this, in terms of continent, how do you think this, this team would do against the others? All of them in their prime? I mean, who's touching them? Yeah, we're, 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 we're talking prime. We're talking prime. At the guys, before we hit that, we forgot one important person, a coach. A coach? Yeah. Good show. Yeah. What coach? Because, you know, as you know, as history dictates, it's never an African coach. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but if we had to pick an African coach, then who? Who was the um, coach that won the, the one that took Ghana for, for, not even for, for, um, for Nigeria? For, for Nigeria. He's Keshi, dead. Man. It's Stevie Keshi. Yeah. Stevie Keshi, yeah. Stevie Keshi. Yeah, he was a baller as well. Yeah, he was a baller. So we can go with Keshi then. Let's put Keshi, man. Rest happy, in peace. And he was our former captain peace. as well. I'm happy to do that, yeah. Fidi Sentimentals. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, before you rudely interrupt me there, Shalom. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you, how do we think that this team um, that we have could do against of the, let's say, other European continents. team of all times? I don't know, man. The other contests are <laughs> would mad. It, like, would it struggle? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think mm, I think we might struggle against Brazil, but then history has shown that... South like, America. Yeah, South American teams are my struggle. I think... When it comes to Europe, I think we we it will do well. We'll be Asia yeah. though. We'll be Asia. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, easily. But I Europe, mean, mm. there's there's Champions League winners in our team, Premier League winners. I mean, these are some very very good players. Bro, I, mean. yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I mm. they could they could they'll do they'll do all right, man. That's why Ballon I think d- Ballon d'Or winner in there. Yeah, mm. that's what I mean, South American teams was well, countries would definitely struggle, but Europe, I I am confident would do would do bits for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right then. So that's our African eleven. Um, let's quickly move on to our next topic. Um, and obviously, um, I am bringing back uh, the Curious Case series. Uh, this is actually about a player that is he dear, dear, is he dear in my heart? I don't know, but um, I mean, for the money you sold him, he should be dear in your heart, man. That's a lot mm, of money. Mm. He's a soft spot. Let's put it that way. So, um. This player, born in the streets of Rio de Janeiro, um, obviously Brazil's football mecca, which also gave birth to the likes of Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Jorginho, Zico, and many more Brazil legends. 
This boy started off showing his amazing close control skills at the Vasco da Gama Youth Academy. He went through the ranks and stayed there for over 10 years. Obviously, I'm taking in, into account his um, youth, youth, youth team days. He was signed by Inter as a youth and then learned back to them where he made his senior debut for his hometown club. Inter paid about 4 million euros for him back then. So that's quite a big amount. I'm not sure at the time. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not sure at the time if his name was popping like that. But however, he made his official debut for Inter Milan in 2010 and he was touted by Rafa Benitez as being the future of Inter Milan. However, he failed to establish himself and was loaned out to Espanyol, who was managed by, you know, Mauricio Pochettino at the time. At Espanyol, however, he had a decent season there and he was allowed to come back the following season. But again, he failed to establish himself at Inter, couldn't get a start in place and Inter were basically looking to get rid of him from that summer, actually. A few clubs were in for him, um, including Southampton, where um, Mauricio, Mauricio Pochettino was at. But he eventually, to, he eventually chose for Liverpool as he thought that was the better option in January 2013. At this point of his career, I think we can all agree that this player was being painted as not living up to expectations. But at the same time, he was still very young and at 21, he could still uh, make something out of himself. He did. He proved to be a massive hit for Liverpool and became a fan favourite and also a Premier League favourite amongst um, rivals and neutrals. Um, he played a total of 201 games for Liverpool and scored a total of 52 goals. But really, from the 2016-2017 season onwards, that's when he started to develop and started to impose himself as a genuine world-class player and coming up with important moments for Liverpool. LFC rejected in the summer of 2017 a £72 million bid from Barcelona that came for him, which immediately prompted the player to ask for a transfer request. Uh, maybe with this in mind and with Barcelona being interested, interested in him in mind, in my opinion, he played some of his best football for Liverpool in those last six months, including that man of the match performance against Spartak Moscow, if you guys remember, when we beat them like 7-0. I found out also that in that period, he played 20 games, he scored 12 goals and 9 assists. So he's basically slotting for Barcelona. Left Liverpool in January for what at the time seemed something great for Barcelona. He was seen as the hire to Iniesta that announced that he was leaving in the summer of 2018. And at this point, Coutinho was on the cusp of becoming a genuine world-class player. And he actually had the platform of Barcelona as well to showcase this. Even though in those first six months that he arrived as well, he actually played well. He had some great performances and kind of was, I want to say key, but he helped Barcelona eventually seeing out the league and also winning the Copa del Rey. That summer, Iniesta left, so this um, should have been Coutinho, should have easily slotted in, at that, slotted in that position and actually take up the mantle, but he could not follow up from that. Um, he often found himself on the bench and often was being substituted on for Usmane Dembele or Arthur, who was who were preferred over him at the time. This affected his performances. The crowd used to jeer him every time he came on. Um, he did score a few goals, but obviously it was, it was not enough and Barcelona were already looking to, looking to offload him after a season. Um, eventually, he went to Bayern Munich, who got him on loan. But even there, he failed to establish himself, and they are, they are not looking to uh, make the move, uh, make the loan deal permanent. So, my question to you guys is: Of course, if you guys have not figured this out, but this is the curious case of Philip Coutinho. So, where has it all gone wrong for the little magician, in you guys' opinion? What were your first memories of Phil Coutinho? If I start with you, Press. First memory of Philip Coutinho. So for me, he was on my radar 
um, as a potential prospect um, at Inter Milan or from Inter Milan, um, and then he kind of faded. He faded away again, um, and it wasn't until he came uh, to Liverpool that I actually uh, picked him picked him back up again. Really, um, mm. so his time in Spain, uh, his first stint in Spain, didn't didn't really uh, register with me. But when he when he landed in Liverpool, uh, at Liverpool. Obviously, he saw flashes of, of things he could do, but at the same time, uh, there was something missing for me. Um, you could see that there was that quality and that mould of, of a Brazilian player there, um, you know, with these, uh, you know, tricks and uh, the flicks and, you know, long, long distance goals. But there wasn't that consistency there. And, and unfortunately for Liverpool, uh, it wasn't until his, like you said, his, you know, 2016-17. Yeah, final season, final sort of six months in that season that he, he really showed, or six months at his time at Liverpool rather, that he showed uh, what the, the player that he can be uh, and the potential that he did have. And he he at times it was I was looking at him and was thinking this guy this he's, he's kind of he could be a potentially scary player mm. uh, if he if he continued on that trajectory. But you know it it just it just didn't didn't happen for him at. Uh, at, uh, Barcelona in the way that everybody thought it might could could it be that it was a mistake for him to leave I don't I don't know if if that's necessarily the answer necessarily the answer but um yeah I think it's um I mean yeah, yeah I mean it? he was he was warned by Klopp though obviously that famous quote where he said like um yeah I mean if you stay at Liverpool then um They'll make they'll create a statue for statue for you but if you leave for any of these big clubs then you'll just be any other player and obviously, this is all hindsight, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because mm-hmm. it's like um, those players, those players will always outgrow like a Liverpool, even though Liverpool were at that time were um, look that we were, we were looking good, but obviously no one no one envisaged us uh, reaching the Champions League final and and all that. So or having this great of a season that we had at that time. Um, so I think for him, it was it was a fair move to be honest. Um, but I just the fact that he hasn't lived up to expectations is a bit mad to me. I don't know what, why, or how. Um, it wasn't necessarily. He wasn't stricken, stricken with injuries or anything, was he? I mean, really? Yeah, I know. No. Nah. But I think I, he, he just made he, the wrong choice. He he he, came, he 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 was injured at the time, though. I do remember because I remember they signed him and then when they first announced signed that, him. Yeah. yeah. They they said um, he had a fire injury or something. But they were remember. they were they were they were people uh, suggesting that he he basically was was um uh, yeah and and on strike basically because yeah. he didn't want to yeah. play for Liverpool anymore because it was yeah. it was it was really really weird the way he just suddenly yeah. stopped playing and it, yeah. they just kept saying it was an injury but yeah I mean if you remember it was um, I remember some it, like end of December something. Even mm-hmm. before he was um, announced to Barcelona, there were like already images with his name on the Barca website and Nike websites, and I think, yep. yeah, I think Liverpool suspended him. To, to be honest, <laughs> I think I, I personally think he should just never have left Liverpool, man. He would have, mm. like, I think, especially when you think about Liverpool's deficiencies, even though they're few and far between now, mm. um, you'd probably say a player of like Coutinho's kind is what you're missing at the moment. Mm. Uh, they, obviously, it's hard to say in them because obviously the money that they got from him, you signed to Van Dijk and Allison. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it looks, but you, you, it goes both ways, I guess. But but yeah, no, nah, I think Coutinho is like had it like he. I think Van, like Dijk, Van Dijk. Van Dijk was already signed. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, Van Dijk, Van Dijk was, already was signed. Confirmed. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, I don't know Allison. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. we would have got Allison. If Wait, Van Dijk was signed while he was still there. 
Nah, I think nah, he wasn't signed, but I think Van Dyke. Um, we would have got Van Dyke anyway, because, because remember we, yeah, we were in for him in the summer, but yeah, um, yeah but I think yeah, it probably accelerated the process. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be obviously, honest, um, obviously, like no act to Liverpool, but do you reckon yeah. it was a lack of um, trophies? Because I mean, he was. At, I feel like he was at as a really, really strong prime at Liverpool because mm-hmm. he, he was like a match winner, and mm-hmm. obviously it comes to a point where like it's like Harry Kane, like. He's gonna be thinking, all right, well, what point? What more? I'm getting goals with this club, but I'm getting nothing. So let yeah, me go. Yeah, happened with Suarez, isn't it? But Suarez went well. That's the <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the that, that was my argument. So obviously, at the time, it's you can all talk about hindsight, but obviously, at the time, he's looking at is like, okay, we've got Salah, we've got Mane, we're doing bits, but I can do better with with Suarez and Messi over there because Liverpool yeah. will probably flatter to deceive again as usual. He A lot probably of it is culture though, I think, because obviously, like also, yeah. You, you always see that the Brazilians always get sucked in by the, the glam of like league of football and like living abroad mm. and so on. So I think that is a part of it. Cause I remember reading at the time, um, I think his wife and his, his, I think young, his young black child, like they were quite eager to go to. Yeah. I remember when like it was all happening. I remember reading like quite a few quotes from his, like his, I think his girlfriend at the time or something. So I think it's like, there's a lot of factors that determined why he left, but I think, yeah, he, he, he flattered to see, I think he, he probably, Looking back at his career, will probably regret the regret look at the move from Liverpool to Barca and think he probably shouldn't have done that because obviously, like Liverpool have gone on to win <laughs> the Champions League and Barca mm. haven't won it in in how long? So, but the thing is, hindsight is what, like they say, twenty twenty, isn't it? So, yeah. I guess what we have to decide is at a time when Coutinho was thinking yeah. about yeah, he's what, definitely what, moving. Yeah. No, 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 no. At the time, at the time when he was thinking about leaving to leaving Liverpool to go to Barcelona, was there any signs that could have really could have told him or could have would have showed him that he shouldn't have left. He was I the centerpiece at that point, to be honest. I think I think, this, I think the the sign was how we were uh, moving to teams because remember that season um, we re- that was the season where we reached the Champions League final, but even in the league we ju- just barely scraped top four. Yeah. And um, I think the signs was that. Um, the fluency in what we played because that was the entertainment FC Liverpool. So mm-hmm. we were just moving and pamming teams, but at conceding the same time, we were conceding well. and just mm. drawing games, losing games as well. So I think that that could have been the sign. Um, I mean, probably Klopp, I don't know if Klopp or the Liverpool chairman or whoever, they didn't tell him that, oh yeah, we're getting Van Dyke, we're getting these players, it's going to be good. I don't they know. Must, if, they, must, they must have done that though. They I must don't probably know. heard it for a few years now. Okay, let's but, look that, at it. but at let's the same time, but, uh, but this is what I'm saying. At the same time, I don't blame him. You get me? At the time, yeah, you can't exactly. envisage it. Yeah, I don't blame him at all. Yeah, let's look at it this way: what What does he need right now as a player to be considered a great? Now, player? I would, now I was I was gonna ask that later. Let's save so, that for later. Yeah, okay, but yeah, let me uh, let me ask you something then. Let me ask yeah. you something. You can answer this. So, do you feel like as a player, Coutinho has fulfilled his promise as a player, or do you think he's reached his peak, or is there more in the tank for you? Would you? What do you um, think? I, I don't think he's reached his peak. I don't think he's fulfilled his promise. What I think he's, that has happened to him, he's just been unlucky. Um, okay. And this has happened to players like and, and Fabregas. Fabregas was, was doing well at Arsenal. He went to Barcelona. He didn't do that great. Possibly better I think than, he did. I think he better, did. Listen, listen. Better the Fabregas than, is different. Possibly oh, better than Coutinho. To to what to an extent, to an extent, yeah. but not as great as what we what we wanted him to become. What we yeah, but Fabregas peaks at Chelsea. Yeah, so this is my point. You reckon? So, so yeah. 100%. my point is that I think there's still hope for Coutinho, and I don't think a Barca 
or oh, depends on how things shape up at, at Barca currently. If they look messy and just focus on core players, possibly there's a good shout for him. But if Messi is still there, then I think he should just go to Bayern and win the Bundesliga and his next next um target is Champions League. And then we'll be having a totally different conversation about Philip Coutinho. That's what I think. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's the ideal That's path. That That's is the, the ideal path. That's anyone else? So do you guys think he's yeah. fulfilled his promise as a I, player? I wanted to chime in on um just the conversation before um, I get into that. I Coutinho is one of was one of um, my favourite players at Liverpool, and I used to like affectionately call him Patek Philippe and all of that. And I used to love watching him. I was having the conversation with Prez only a couple of days ago about he was pretty much automatic from the edge of the box mm-hmm. like when he when he got a shot. Really, really good player. But I put I very much put him in the not everything that glitters is gold category. <clears throat> I put him in the not everything that glitters is gold category. And I put him there with the likes of Alexis Sanchez, the likes of Fernando Torres, the, the likes of Ches Fabregas to a degree. I mm. think that regardless of kind of what's going on at the club, sometimes I just feel as if the external factors of the media or the bright lights plays a massive, has a massive effect on players deciding to leave because I can make an argument that all of those players that I've mentioned, like the Sanchez's, the Torres's, the Fabregas, they were in a comfortable position at their team they were more or less the best players on their team. And sometimes when you just want more, it doesn't always work out the way that you want it. With mm. regards to has he reached his peak, Coutinho is 27 right now. I feel as if if he, if he had continued on at Liverpool, he would just be kind of reaching his peak right now. But I feel as if the, the move to Barcelona has completely altered the, his trajectory, the trajectory of his career. And yeah. as a result, I, I mean... Coutinho is just one of many players now. He's not, he's not the star boy that we once all thought he was, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, we had a heated discussion about this in the group chat. Do you, uh, yep. Tosin, so do you think um, um, he is a world-class player, just to be short about this? I don't think, I don't think um, Coutinho is a world-class player anymore, no. There's, Has he ever been? I think at, at the, yeah. the end of his career at Liverpool, when he was your talisman, I yeah. thought he was reaching world-class potential. I remember yeah. when you sold him, and I was like, this is the biggest mistake Liverpool have ever made. I can't yeah. believe that they're so willingly letting their best player go. Obviously, we know how that turned out, but um, ever since then, he, he's, he's, yeah, I don't think he's a world-class player, no. <laughs> okay, so, Munya, um, what do you think, um, if you was Coutinho's advisor, so obviously, um, he's still contracted at Barcelona, um, yeah. Currently on loan at Bayern Munich, uh, but they're not looking to exercise the the buy option, so he will return back to Barcelona. What do you think is next for Coutinho right now in his career? What should he do to get back to what club? Do you think? I feel like he, should, yeah. he played his best football in England. He should look to return back to England. Really, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of clubs I'll be still interested in. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even Liverpool themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think he played his best football in England and I think that's why he should be back in um, I, I, I enjoyed watching him in those years as well like I said obviously I feel like he should he should have won some stuff with Liverpool um, he's a great player to watch I mean at Barca he hasn't really stood out I mean he's, he's done bits at Bayern again but obviously for them to not want to exercise the option to buy him is something must not be right so yeah, I, I think he should 
How old is he now? Do you know? Does anyone know? 27. 27. So he's got flight. Yeah, this is it. This is the moment. So if, if I was an advisor, I'd tell him, go back to the Premier League. Clubs are wanting. I'm pretty sure all the top six clubs could fit him in their club. I, I don't know what team. Okay, let me ask you this, guys. Do you reckon there's a team that he couldn't walk in straight into? Uh, uh, I don't think he maybe, starts for us. Maybe Man City. Maybe Man City. You're walking at the Emirates. I've no doubt. Walking at the Emirates. I don't only think he starts I, for United. Only team I question is um, Man City. But as Steve is saying, United. I don't know. I think he could walk into United. I think he would walk into I United easily to United. Big choice. Big choice. Come on. Peter. 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 Before Peter, as a former United fan, do you call sign what Steven's saying? I think if we have a midfield... Or... Yes or no? <laughs> Do you co-sign with what he's saying? All right, he co-signs. He co-signs, bro. That's his Hold dog. on, hold on, hold That's on. Hold on. I think with our current midfield... Bro, I. he's not benching anyone. With, without Pogba, though, because let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's be correct here. Pogba, as of our last game, was not fit to play, right? So if that is still the scenario, he walks into the team, man. He does. Yeah, no, no, no. Without Pogba, but Pogba's still in our books. He's still our player. Yeah. Like uh, he's, uh, yeah, you have to include a, a, a midfield. Right okay, with a, with a midfield with what, Pogba, Bruno, and or Fred. He's not benching either. He's not, yeah, come on, man. Like, take, he, he's, take Fred he's, he's, out of the equation, like sharp, sharp. Take, take Fred out of the equation. <laughs> he's touching bench, Tico, man. And, he's that's, and that is the... Wait, that, no, no, he's touching bench. Because oh, he's, sorry, he, Peter, Peter, repeat that again. He won't replace who? He wouldn't Fred. replace Fred he because replace he's not—he's not a defensive player, is he? Okay, come on, is Bruno. Bruno. Bruno is our is our creative midfielder. Is our as our number ten, quote unquote. So okay. is he sitting Fred, Bruno do down? Think, do you is think Bruno, um, Bruno down? No. is better than Coutinho? Do I think at this very moment? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> so this is interesting. This so is interesting. I. This is interesting because because this sounds this this is interesting because um this sounds like Coutinho is a very it's a system player so it is so obviously on paper everyone would think like yeah he would walk into united but then at the same time it's like okay where would you fit him in maybe and maybe this is the maybe this is the issue that's been at bayern and at, um um what do you call it at barcelona i think we're buying i think we're buying i think this is my opinion i think Philippe Coutinho is too expensive for them. I think they're just, they think, why would we buy, spend this amount of money on a 27-year-old? Well, we can use it to buy someone else. But I think yeah. that's... They want to buy someone. Yeah, they want to buy someone. But I so, mean, 27 is, is a peak age, though. So yeah, if, if you really want a player... He's, yeah, I, I, he's priced out because yeah. that, that, that price tag is mad. It's like, mad. It, it, mm. They're so, probably going to want minimum, like, looking around that 100, 100 mil yeah. mark. Mm. Let's be realistic. They'll, yeah, they will probably would like to get what's-his-name from Dortmund um, to replace um, an aging, um, uh, um, aging Lewandowski. So that's... Ha- Haaland. That's, yeah, Haaland. So I, I, I don't think that's... A, I don't think the argument is a system player. Mm. But looking to the United, like, nonsense I just heard here. So you guys have just... <laughs> I remember Andrew, I know that Andrew just wore... A, and called um what's his name a shoot and inshallah merchant so basically a shoot and hope for it so you're telling me Coutinho versus Bruno the biggest shoot and inshallah m- merchant who are you going with why do why all day so all why haven't we so wait my question is Coutinho is clearly available we could have got him at some breach why have we gone to get him then he would not go United you know, come on bro yes we uh, yes he, he, you do you think he's that loyal to Liverpool of course he yes. would have come to United come on bro he wouldn't go on. to United he would, he would yes he would 
There's it's players. There's, right. If Emre Chan, if Emre Chan could snake United for, oh, this for is Dortmund, boring, man. This is but he, the, the thing is, it's not boring because he said it. He said he he'd even entertain United. They came for me because I couldn't do that to Liverpool. Do you think Coutinho would? To be right, honest, in South America, say so probably, but I don't know. <laughs> There's you don't no loyalty, think Coutinho man. would go to United? He's linked to I don't, I don't think he would, though. I don't think he would. He's, nah, I don't think he I would. I mean, if Fabregas can go to Chelsea, then Coutinho hey, is possible, man. Hey, that, the thing they is, probably is, didn't see that, that coming. So. The, the, fabri- the Fabregas... The fr- the, yeah, yes. The Fabregas, the Fabregas, Arsenal was his first option. It's not like yeah. uh, Chelsea came first. Uh, the Bev came for him, and he yeah, was like, "Now nah, I'm going to Chelsea." In the same breath, if Liverpool don't want him, and that that he'll go somewhere else on the table, yeah, and United is. What's the difference? Exactly. There's no difference. Then, okay, man. there's no difference then. Uh, but me personally, I think he wouldn't do it. But you're right. The Fabregas. But, but to going back to answer Shalom, yeah, Bruno, Bruno versus Bruno versus um, uh, Coutinho right now, yeah. Who, who's got who's got the the more the rising stock out of those two players? It's a hundred. It's a hundred percent. Bruno, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, um, not a question. However, I mean, Coutinho hasn't lost his abilities overnight. Is what I'm saying. So That's if you, saying. he was a but player that was re- rated in the Premier okay. League, yeah. I don't think it's clear cut to say that Bruno would definitely start over. But him. to re- to to rebuttal that, yeah, we um, Bayern Munich have um, Muller. Yeah, they they yeah. play Muller basically anywhere across the front three and in the number ten, and consistently. He's he's keeping Coutinho out of the side, and I mean, I know that um, Coutinho has has come back in more recently. Yeah. But I mean, if if we're really looking at this cream of the crop version of Coutinho, should he not be starting game in game out? But do you not think that is more of a personnel and situational issue than a ability issue? I, I mean, think if you've got it, you've got it, man. This is and, also and, this is also a conversation about just recency bias. First, you have to consider Bruno's just started, started playing in the Premier League. That means... But he had a track it, record before he came to that, the Premier League. No, no, that's fine. We're talking about Prem. So that means it's going to take a while for <laughs> defenders and, and teams to get used to how Bruno plays. And after that year's done, they'll get used to it. So, so now the onus is on Bruno to adapt and become the, the, the great player we want him to, be, to become, correct? Correct. So Coutinho has had experience in the Premier League. So he's slotting in. We know what he can do. And players will be afraid of Coutinho. Point Why has no one gone to get him? He's expensive. Wow. You're trying to tell me something. For his age. For his age. For his age, he's expensive. Yeah, but, I, but you know what? I think Newcastle, actually circling back to Newcastle, <laughs> can go get him. It's a good shout. <laughs> I, I, I want to take the example of um, Memphis Depay as an example as to why I feel it's not a direct, um, it's not a direct comparison because obviously Memphis played in the Dutch League prior to Man United. And then when he left, he went to the, the French League. However, he had two seasons at United, I believe. I think it's fair to say that he was a flop in the time he spent at United. Yeah. He's more than re-established himself as a quality player mm-hmm. um, at Lyon. I don't see why um, Coutinho, after taking stops at Bayern and Barcelona, can't come back to the Prem and do what he was doing previously, especially in a league he's already played in. Yeah. Like, I th- he is still 27 as well. Like I said, I don't think you can lose the ability overnight. I mean... Yeah, defo. I've I got a question for you guys. The, I can't speak to his desire <clears throat> in terms of what he wants out of his career at this stage, but in terms of the ability, that's that level of ability anyway. I don't think you can just lose it overnight. It just doesn't go. I've got, think, one, I've got one more question for you yeah, guys. Andy, so, before, you, before you finish, let me yeah. just touch on one point. I think one thing we can all agree on is once you lose momentum as a player, 
it's very hard to like get yeah, back that much. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's what, in terms of the curious case of Philip, I think that's that's the point. He's lost momentum at Bayern. I mean, at Barca, and he's trying to recoup it at, at Bayern. But I, I hope he does. I I hope he he gets that momentum. I just think he has age on his side, you know, in yeah. terms of getting it mm. back. Arsenal should throw time, the bag right? at him, then. Arsenal should throw the bag at him, bro. We're not throwing bag at him. This this is what this this is what I was gonna say. Do you guys think? So do you guys? So basically, if you look at Coutinho, like his career so far, then so basically at the clubs where he has played regularly and in his position and kind of been the main guy, that's where he's thrived. So this is at Vasco, this has been at Espanyol and at Liverpool. So do you think Coutinho needs to be that guy? He can't be someone that operates in a team full of stars. So he needs to be that Don or one of the top two or three Dons yeah. for him to actually shine. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. I agree. Mm, I think I think I think that's what it is with him. I think I, talking about Arsenal, if we can l- lose Mesut and somehow replace him with Coutinho and someone younger, then I I can see Coutinho working in Arsenal. In fact, look, thinking about it, I can see him working in Arsenal, prov- providing we lose Mesut. Yeah, I think he should take a step back. I think he should go, yeah, like a not like Arsenal's a step back, but just currently where you're at, like a Arsenal, Leicester. Those type of teams, like raw, you know, Leicester. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, maybe, no, maybe. Why not Leicester? Why In the not? Same breath, Arsenal, same Leicester. Breath, no, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, I prefaced it by saying that where you, where you're kind of currently at currently, not like you. Yeah, you're a, doing, man. No, 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 no. No, honestly, 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 not, not in terms of the stature of your club. You're still, you're a big club, but. Where 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 he could easily fit in and he would be a top one top and like a top be, three he'll player. He'll be like their main guy basically. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I was yeah. talking about. Not because like let's face it, Arsenal isn't doing anything with Danny Ceballos in the midfield. And I, I oh, know he's a, a goal he's a, he's a ball playing player, but we need it's not the same with player. The magic. Yeah, with a, with a magic like Coutinho. Like what? Pardon? I don't, I don't understand. I don't think um, Coutinho and uh, Sabayos are a direct comparison. No, my, my, what, what, what I'm trying to, the, the picture I'm trying to create is in terms of ball playing players, players who are comfortable in, in, in the midfield and can move the ball, the one, play, one of the players you mentioned, Ozil outside, is Danny Sabayos, correct? So hence why I'm saying if we, we, need, we need a step up, we need someone who can, who can bring goals and who can, who can play. So, hence why I think Arsenal should get Coutinho. Now we're talking. Yeah, it does make sense, man. Like, he'll fit in well on our team. Like you said, he's good at set pieces. He create the chances. Um, I would love to see him on my team, but, you know, that's a different Same. question. Same. 100, 100 mil is, is not within, anyway. Ask, I mean, ask, ask I mean do reckon, wait, do you reckon that's his evaluation right now? I think it's 60 M's or something, man. I read, I, read, I read something that Barca are looking to take it L because if they can, if they can take it, yeah. If they can, t- if, if they can get his wages off the books, then that, that would be fantastic. Hey, what? So, hey, just a quick one. Now i just clock something. Arsenal fans as well, if you heard the choice of a swap deal, Aubameyang will continue. Ooh, that's a good question. I'd take it, especially if Aubameyang is going on like you don't want to play for the club, you know? Let's just cut our losses. I mean, yeah. if- if he's ready to commit, then there's no reason to get rid of Aubameyang. Exactly. Well, you have to consider his age. I really think if Arsenal offloads Ozo, and I think Ozo is the sticking point. I'm not. I just have a feeling. Once, if Arsenal can offload Ozo, then we can talk to Aubameyang, telling him, "Okay, we'll make you with, we'll make you the highest-paid player in this club." 
They just oh, shit, shit, shit to Ozil's wages. Yeah, too, yes, yes. Contract is hostage. Yes, mad. Yeah, that. But why can't you? Why can't you give the Ozil wages to Coutinho? Like similar. Because you're gonna have the conversation between Aubameyang and and Coutinho, like Aubameyang saying, "I'm bringing them." So Shalov just doesn't want to lose um, Aubameyang. I, I, I <laughs> just don't want to lose him because this guy, this guy, his his exploit, <laughs> like you don't understand. I love that guy because he's he, he's kept us relevant. And right, let's not let's not let's not deviate. Let's not deviate. Urzel has done an absolute <laughs> job on Arsenal, man. He's he earning has. NBA money right now. He's earned like yeah. eighteen million a year. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, that was the curious case of Phil Coutinho. Um, hopefully, it will get back to his best. Uh, maybe back in the Premier League. Maybe he'll stay at Barcelona. We'll see. Um, let's move on um, to the end of our episode then. Um, the trivia game. Yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. As always, guys, um, we've been bringing this in every week. Um, some head-to-heads. Um, some of the fans representing their team. Um, today, we're going to have... Um, Again, another derby, you know, not local, but they've got their history. Um, we're going to have another Liverpool versus Man United. Um, the two teams bottom of the half on our table at the moment. <laughs> Just to give you guys a quick recap, um, we have Spurs on top, We've got four points, Arsenal second with three, Liverpool with two, and United with one. So a chance today for Liverpool, and especially United, to um, work the way up Close the table. The yeah, man, for sure. Um, so today, representing Liverpool, we've got today's host, Andy, and um, representing United is Peter. Hello. I am not confident, man, but let's go. <laughs> I was about to ask, how are you man feeling? Yeah, trivia, yeah trivia, oh. tri- trivia is, I hate trivia generally, but I'm, I'm going to I prefer multiple shot. choice myself. Yeah, yeah there was. <laughs> pressure of the shock, I mean, of the, of the stopwatch, you know, because you might mm. know it, but you can, you can get it out of your head in time. This is it, man. If it's, so, not, if, it's, if it's not on the tip of my tongue, I'm passing. That's it. Yep. That was, that was my, that's my recommendation. I've got, I've got enough. <laughs> well, I hope I've got enough questions for you, man, to pass. But yeah, it is what it is. Isn't it? <laughs> um, so, I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, heads and, let's, let's, let's just do the classic flip a coin. Heads or tails. How, how does that sound? Or, because I don't want to start. I'll, I'll be the head. Head, yeah. And it's going to be heads. I can so, never be the tail. <laughs> right, ah, tells Pete, you oh. start or do you want Andy to start? Uh, Andy starts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> something, something, something to chase. This guy's a criminal. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, oh, yeah, before I start, um, actually, I can do the time just someone just to keep um, scores, please. Um, just to see what Andy gets right, but um, oh, I can you... I can score keep no probs. Thanks, Toast. Um, let me just get my stopwatch. <clears throat> so, as you guys know, you've got 30 seconds. You can pass if you need to. Um, we've got preset questions. Hopefully, we don't have to. Uh, I hope we go through them all. But anyways, if not, then um, we'll make it up some other way. So, Andy, you ready? Yeah. Right, 30 seconds on the clock starting now. In which stadium did Liverpool win their second European trophy? Pass. Um, who did Liverpool sign David James from? Oh, fuck. Pass. In the season of um, 79 and 80, Liverpool were the first team to do what? Pass. What is Liverpool's lowest Premier League finish? 
Eighth. Correct. Number 110 relates to what for Liverpool? Uh, how old we are? Nope. <laughs> Luis Suarez has the most hat-tricks against which club? Norwich. Correct. Time's up. Oh, my days. Um, so, Andy so, got two. He yeah. answered six questions. He passed on three questions and got one wrong. So, let's just go through those um, questions again. So, in the first yeah, one, Andy, in what stadium did Liverpool win their second European trophy? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's not called walk-up singles. It's called Wembley singles. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wembley, um, fair enough. Wembley, I, mean, I was yeah. thinking somewhere in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> um, who did Liverpool sign David James from? Um, uh, Villa, right? No. Now Blackburn, I think. No. City. No. no. Wimbledon. Watford. Ah, uh, yeah. I was local. I was going to say Wimbledon, but no worries. <laughs> um, then um, the season of seventy-nine and eighty, Liverpool were the first team to do what? They were the first team of shirt sponsors. Oh, All right. Um, yeah, trust. Now, nah, Monyo, you have shagged me with those questions. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's such an obscure question to ask, boy. <laughs> yeah. oh. Nah, but, nah, but it's, it's proper trivia, though. Yeah. Um, Liverpool's lost the Premier League um, finish was eighth, correct? 110. Huh? That was impressive, lad, to get that. Um, <laughs> that the number 110 relates to what for Liverpool, and that's the most points. Um, a Premier League team has got in 38 consecutive games. I mean, that's probably one for Kenner, but yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a Kenner. Um, and then obviously you got the last one. Lewis was the most hatches against which club? And it was Norwich. Yeah. All right, man. So Liverpool get two points there, which um, puts them on level with Tottenham. Mad. No, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just deep in that. C Strass actually answered four questions correctly. Four questions, man. Mad. That's a, yeah. That's Impressive. good. Because the pressure is mad. Yeah, right, when let's... your club doesn't have a lot of history, it's not that hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day oh, shots at Strides yeah. when he's not here, man. It's not every it's day. It's not even at Strides, bro. It's not even at Strides, Peter. It's not that club, man. Where are they again, lads? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no one to defend them. Shalom, keep shouting, man. What the hell? <laughs> right. So, Pete, um, you've had some time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, sure turn to give this a go. Two seconds, my thing is... Does anyone's face ID stop working sometimes, like, randomly? Yeah, randomly it does, yeah. It's not consistent at all. All right, so, I've reset the time. Um, again, you know the concept. Three, <clears throat> two, one. Oh, who did Sir Alex Ferguson replace his manager when he joined United? Uh, Ron Atkinson. Right, and what year was the infamous David Beckham boot incident? Oh, uh, 2002. Oh, United oh. had the record of winning the league with the fewest points. How many points was it? Uh, eighty-seven. Number six hundred. The number six hundred and forty-eight relates to what for United? Um, appearances for Ryan Giggs. Nope. What year did Sir Alex Ferguson become United manager? Uh, ninety-seven. Nope. <laughs> ninety-seven. What? Nineteen eighty-seven. Ah, God. No, no, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> makes him o- <laughs> makes him older than your club, boy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, unfortunately, that was um, um incorrect. Sorry, how many did Peter get there, guys? Sorry, was it yeah. just one? Pete got uh two. Okay, sorry. The third one, 
87. Was that yes or no? I didn't hear that. No, that was a no. Andy, you so interrupted nice. there. Four. Okay, in that case, um, Prez only got <coughs> one, one correct. So that was the first one, which was um, who replaced Alex Ferguson as manager, and that was one. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, you were very close with the David Beckham one. I think three, wasn't it? It's, it's all three. You said all yeah. two. Damn very it. close. Um, third question was United have the record of winning the league with the fewest points. How many was it? It was seventy-five. Seventy-five. <laughs> Look at this club, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take it by any means. Oh my day! Seven. Winning the league with seventy-five points. Oh, <laughs> Woof. Woof. Well, um, the number 648 relates to what? United have the most Premier League wins Ah, So anything along with that um, And so Alex Ferguson became manager of United 86. in 86 I, I, said, I said 87 to correct myself I didn't say You said 97 <laughs> But I meant 87 I, like, wilding, bro. I meant 87, I meant 87. Make, sure, make sure you don't edit that man <laughs> No I'll leave it in man But I did mean, for the record I did mean 87 mm. <laughs> um, again, like um, I mean, I hope those questions were good. Yeah, you know, decent, they were decent questions, to be honest. Which oh, um, one was that you thought maybe okay, the shirt sponsor one? But that's that's quite big, isn't it? If you're the first club to do that, that's like quite big. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. But I guess not many people may know that. Um, yeah. Then pushes United up for another point, and they've moved from fourth to fourth. So um, yeah, as it stands at the moment, we've got. Spurs and Liverpool joint top. Spurs with a game in hand. Um, Arsenal the third with a game in hand with three points. And United rock bottom with two points in two games. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm, I'm really enjoying this trivia. Um, it's quite interesting as well. I mean, I, I, I'm going to take part in the next one, I think. Um, however, it's just you, you, you learn a lot about your club and you think, what? And some of the questions I saved after, they're actually quite interesting. So I'll yeah. see you in the future. But um, no. It's, it was, it's good, man. I like it. It's good. All right, cool. So that was the trivia then. So this is the end of episode 12. Thank you very much for listening again. Um, please follow us on all the socials, Varbar Pod on Insta, Varbar Podcast on Twitter. Uh, make sure you um, review, um, rate us, sorry, on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, and yeah, episode 13, no breaks. We're back, we're back, we're back at it again next week. Ciao. All right. Do I go for a bit, guys? Peace, guys. See you again. Hey, hi.